We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's June 19th. It's 2023. Seven baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, happy Father's Day, my friend. Same to you, brother. Uh, such a such an interesting thing, man, being, being a father. And, you know, on Mother's Day, I know the mothers get, get a lot of... Uh, hype and a lot of really cool gifts and dinners and but i just want to say man thank you to all the fathers man for just stepping up being a part of the good guy team and uh i am i am thrilled to be on yet another podcast with you man just it's just always a good time yes sir there's nothing better than sunday night music getting the morning grind music pumping through your veins hanging out with my good buddy will Glad you had a great Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers over there in YouTube chat, hanging out with us here on Sunday night. If you're listening on Monday, hope you had a fantastic Father's Day on Sunday. Um, I'm hot. We went out on the boat. We took the little man 
or the kids out on the boat. So it was fun. Um, good, good time with some family and um, finished the day off grilling out, man. It was a, it was a non NASCAR weekend. It was nice. I feel super refreshed. Um, usually when I come on here on Sunday night, I'm on about two hours of sleep the night before. So I feel super refreshed for baseball. And um, I mean, that's always good. You know, you need a break every once in a while. So um Let's get into it, man. We got seven games. It's a really interesting slate. We got some high-end pitching. We have yes. some potential cheap pitching. Um, we'll call it that. I think it's fair. Chicago, Cubs, Pittsburgh, Pirates, nine total in this game. We got Drew Smiley going up against Osvaldo Bitto, Um, pitching here for Pittsburgh. It'll be his second start of the year. And uh, made his debut last week against the Cubs. So back-to-back starts here against Chicago. We'll start here with Drew Smiley. Any interest in Smiley going up against um, Pittsburgh? Not going to be a hard no, Stevie, but Pittsburgh's been playing okay this season. Just going to be a soft out pass. I think we're going to find better options. Um, It's so funny because, I mean, this is the same spot last week where me and – Tasteful Tides debated Drew Smiley, and I said I think that there's better options, and I feel the same way today. Um, yeah. Smiley has been getting touched up a little bit more here recently. Um, the strikeout stuff and some of the swinging strikes that we saw early in the year have kind of just dissipated. Um, so I think um, overall, I think this is a spot I'll probably stay away from Drew Smiley, like the ballpark. Um if some stuff changes and like maybe you know maybe I end up on Smiley, but right now, as of right now, um, I, I just don't think this is a spot I'm gonna play through Smiley. Looking at the other one here, uh, other side of this game, Bitto, second start. Not, I mean, I looked and he's not like a huge prospect or anything. Um, slider, sinker, fastball ish, changeup type of guy. Uh, 55 innings in AAA this season. 13.6% swinging strikes with only a 23.5% K rate. Um, ground ball rate, fly ball rate, I mean, very neutral. Home run rate, walk rate's a little higher than we'd like to see. Um, any interest here at 5,600? He looks like he has some strikeout stuff, but, um, I mean, I'm always a little concerned about, a, especially a, a rookie pitcher that made his debut five days ago, six days ago, um, five days ago. Facing the same team now, um, so same spot. Like so, that always concerns me. Yeah, and typically for me too, Stevie. That's that's definitely a concern of mine. I I think the price does negate some of what I would perceive as the risk that I guess I would take because he's fifty six hundred. Like I'm not. I don't think he gets six strikeouts again. The Cubs do strike out. Don't get me wrong, but even if he pitched. Five innings, four strikeouts, gave up a run. That still might be enough at his price. So that's kind of where I am. Um, if he was seventy six hundred, I'd be on the fade. I think the price is the only thing that has me slightly interested. But I am with you. I don't like taking pictures, any pictures, facing the same team in five days. I just I don't like it at all. Yeah, and I mean Bellinger's back, so the lineup has gotten better here over the weekend. Um, you know, Bellinger being back is a huge thing. Wisdom went on the IL on, I think, Saturday is when I got the alert. So, well, he strikes um, out at about 40% anyway. So, yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're getting a guy that has been struggling strikeout wise out of the lineup now. Um, so 
I mean, it hurts potentially a little bit. So, I mean, the power numbers have been way down for the Cubs. If we look at recent stats on the year, they're, you know, I would say probably a little bit above average power number wise against right-handed pitching, but they've been really hit or miss here recently. And I think that if you wanted to take shots on Bitto, I'm not going to talk you off of it, especially in this ballpark. Um, let's talk Cubs bats. Anything standing out to you here for Chicago? Uh, I mean, I, I guess I don't mind some some one-offs. Like, I mean, you talk about Bellinger, he's 4,900, you know, coming coming back into the fold. Um, did play – he played today. Um, so I, 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 don't, I don't hate that call. Um, he, he's been pretty good this season overall. Um, maybe some Talkman. You know, he's, he's cheap enough. Uh, but I don't want to stack the Cubs. Maybe I go with some two or three mans. I think that's what I do with the Cubs today. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I don't know if it's a full stack for me. Um, like Touchman, like you mentioned, 2,500. Potential cheap outfielder alert. Um, I will say this. Bellinger grades out very well in this spot. He is a guy that smashes sinkers. Um, we talked about that, you know, for the last couple of years when he was with the Dodgers. He's a guy that smashes sinkers. Um, yeah. Ballpark, don't love it. Do I like the matchup? Do I like the potential hitter, batter, both profile type of matchup? I do like it a lot. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've yet to see him kind of get rolling here in the three games that he's been back. But, I mean, this is a spot that it could really be a good spot for him. So, yeah. Pittsburgh side of this game, I mean, I'll, I'll keep saying it. Connor Joe has been great against left-handed pitching this season. He's a guy that um, obviously presents some really nice value here at his price point. So I like that. Um, 410 Woba, 182 ISO since the start of last season against left-handed pitching. 309 ISO, 452 Woba against left-handed pitching this season. Castro has been fantastic against left-handed pitching this season. So I don't think the Pittsburgh Pirates by any means is a stack here, but I don't mind maybe some of these cheap pitches. Pete pieces of um that you know just kind of help fill the salary saver world yeah i, mean, I don't know steve i kind of like him today um i, I think has been a lot hit a lot more hittable recently yeah that's that's kind of where i am it's like well if he's if he's kind of trending in the opposite direction we do have a pittsburgh team that's i mean stevie and it's not just on on in the in the uh in the record either like this has been the best team in this division. It's crazy, but they've essentially been the best team. I, I mean, I think McCutcheon being there is helping. I, I you know, so I Reynolds and Santana, Santana being there. Look, these guys aren't like the elite, you know, guys that they were back in the day. But I think just this veteran presence in the clubhouse has really helped this team. I, I think I want to stack Pittsburgh today against uh, a struggling Smiley now. And, and see what we have. And like you said, they're cheap enough, and I can get top-end pitching with this stack. I, I like Pittsburgh today. Maybe not a primary. Let me say that. Maybe a secondary. But I do think I'm going to stack them at least four deep. Yeah, I will say um, just really quick that the weather potential, there's a little bit of weather potential for this game. The slate is a lot different here in this next game we're about to talk about if the weather does impact that game. Um, I mean, yeah. early models, and again, I'm not Kevin Roth, but early models show a lot of rain potential in that Cincinnati Colorado game. And that's a game that's going to have a high total. Um, 
that is going to have a lot of potential for runs scored. So I think if we look at, let's go to it, right? Let's talk about it. Um, Colorado at Cincinnati. We have Gomber going up against Williamson here. Let's talk. There's no total out for this game yet, but let's talk. Um, Gomber first, very tilting last start out um, against Boston. Boston was chalk, massive chalk that day. And just, I mean, they just didn't get the job done. Um, let's See, just call it that. Like The whole Colorado pitching staff looked freaking like Cy Young contenders against Boston. Three, like, terrible. I couldn't believe it. Seabold, Gomber, Anderson, all of them. Yeah. I said, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Imagine being a Red Sox fan and watching that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't fun. Uh, it wasn't a fun series. So, I mean, I'm but, okay. Listen, Cincinnati's one of the hottest offenses in baseball right now. Oh, they finally called up some of these guys that have talent. And yeah. I mean, they're definitely playing a lot better. If you look at their numbers over the last 30 days compared to their season numbers, they're way higher. Um, I don't think this is a spot we played Gomber, even though like no. he had that no. like tilting Chase Anderson star. It wasn't it Chase Anderson. It was like Chase Anderson, Anderson Siebold like and Gomber. Oh my stupid. gosh. It was, yeah. I couldn't oh. believe it. I mean, I could, I mean the Red Sox. Yeah. But Gomber comes into this game, 15% K's. He's a guy that has a 259 ISO 400 Woba on the season. I, I just don't think this is a spot we want to play Gomber. And I'm not playing Gomber. Hard no, like hard. Yeah. Um, any interest here in Brandon Williamson on the other side of this game? Colorado is a team I've been attacking, Stevie, just because especially with lefties, man. Yeah, it's like so the thing is with all these guys missing, Bryant, Blackman. Let me make sure Blackman, I think Blackman is still yeah, Bryant, Blackman, Crone. And then there's another guy that's kind of been in and out, but I I don't think it's the worst play in the world. I don't know if I get there today. Um, but like if you said if you said you want to play him against Colorado, like I'm not gonna try to convince you out of it for what it's worth. I don't think I get there today, but I don't I understand the logic behind it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those spots, right? Colorado's been the worst team by far against left-handed pitching this season. Um, absolutely atrocious against left-handed pitching. You mentioned a bunch of these guys being out. Definitely helps the spot overall. Will, I'm just struggling here. I'm just struggling. Williamson um, is a guy that hasn't shown big strikeout stuff in the minors. He hasn't shown big strikeout stuff in the majors this year. You know, even last year in AAA, his strikeout rate was under 20%. Um, I just worry about the strikeouts he's not a huge prospect he doesn't have like overpowering stuff this game's in the great american small park i just right. I, I mean there's so many reasons not to play williamson outside of price and matchup i mean you right. know you have a a guy that has not been great facing the worst team in baseball against left-handed pitching it's very interesting but i don't think i get there on williamson today um let's talk some rockies bats yeah. This is where it gets interesting, right? Because of the ballpark. I mean, if you're going out of Coors Field, this is one of the ballparks you're like, hey, you know, it's a it's a downgrade, but it's not that much of a downgrade. Also, trying very hard not to tilt the Gator game right now um, and pay attention to you guys, not look over here and tilt. Fun tilt for anybody watching on YouTube. All right. Um, 
Tolver is someone that is somewhat interesting here in this matchup. He's had decent numbers against left-handed pitching this season. I want to make sure he's in the lineup. Um, his wife went into labor on Sunday and he got taken out of the lineup against Atlanta. So he might not even be in the lineup. It's just this lineup potentially going to be really bad. But um, I, I do want to say Grichik, just a fantastic spot for Grichik. Bases loaded. One out. Oh, down. We're up by two. But, man. All right, Will. Talk to me here. Um, Grichik at 3,900 is one of my favorite plays on the slate. Yeah. I mean, you, you pretty much took the words out of my mouth. Like, if I'm going to play anybody from Colorado in this spot, definitely Randall Grichik. Um, and I, man, I'm even thinking back to Randall Grichik. He was in St. Louis, Steve. I'm, I'm sure you remember those days, the St. Louis days. And yep. Then we had him, I think, in Toronto. Um, now Colorado. So I mean, I, double play. I, <laughs> oh my I, gosh. I think he's going to be fine. Um, but that's about it for me, Steve. I, I'm just the problem is they essentially should score runs if the weather is okay in this ballpark. But I just this offense has been so I don't want to say bad. They have scored run. They did score runs in the Atlanta series. We were just better. Um, but I, I I don't like Colorado as an office overall. But I, I'm with Young Richard. <sighs> Two outs, first and third, up by one. Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk Cincinnati. Um, Gomber is a guy that I like to pick on, and I know that like the Red Sox struggled big time against him last time out. A uh, lot of interest in McLean. In this spot, he's been great against left-handed pitching. McLean has um, been he, one of my favorites from yeah. the new Cincinnati squad action. What stinks is like he used to be like the best pivot off of De La Cruz because they were both only a shortstop. And then, I mean, it doesn't stink, let's be honest. Um, it's nice that we could play both of them now. But, I mean, Steer, the pricing on Cincinnati has caught up a little bit. Senzel's mm-hmm. still cheap. Stevenson's still cheap. Um I feel like we could still make the stack work, but if this game does not rain out, I, I love the Reds in this spot. Yeah, no, this, this is a good spot. And, I mean, I think you talked about it. W- what I do like about this, DV, is in terms of how you kind of want to strategize this team, you can get De La Cruz at third and short or shortstop, McLean at second or shortstop, and then you can get Steer at first or outfield. You can get – Senzel at third or outfield. Like you, so you've got ways to kind of really make this team work and still get in some other pieces from other games. So that's what I what I like about the new setup because at one point we, we had McLean and De La Cruz only at shortstop. And so now to be able to kind of flip them around a little bit, um I think is a is a really good thing here. And so I think if I stack this team. I'm for sure playing Dela Cruz and McLean. And then, you know, after that, it's kind of like, well, where do we end up? Now, Friedel is a guy, and I know this is a lefty-lefty spot, but we can only get him at the outfield. Um, but I don't care. Like, he's been another guy that's, that's let off and is playing pretty well. So I, I just I like this team overall. They're just a really good team. Once again, we don't have too many of the 3K guys anymore, but all of them are still under 5K with the exception of, Dela Cruz at 5,200. So I, I, I still really like this team a ton. Yeah. Um, if the any of the lefties crack the line at Fraley Friddle, don't be afraid to play them. A lot of um, yeah. right-handed arms in that Colorado bullpen. 
Gators won. I'm not going to get distracted anymore. Um, man, they really tried to lose that game. Um, semifinals, baby. We got to lose twice now. Um, anyway, sorry. My our, our football team has been terrible. I have to root for something. Yeah. So, Boston, I mean, Boston at Minnesota. Coming off of a, a, a Sunday doubleheader um, sweep of the Yankees. Love to see it. Eight total in this game. Twins are 125 favorite. Got Crawford against Lopez. Or no, Paxton's pitching. I, I yeah. forgot to change that. Um, yeah. He is. Let's talk James Paxton first. The strikeout stuff looks fantastic. Oh, man. I still wouldn't say that it's like old James Paxton. And I don't know if like we'll ever get old James Paxton again. But dude, 37% Ks against right-handed hitters this season. And now like it's getting up there. Like we're now at 86 plate appearances against right-handed hitters. Still the struggles with like power becomes an issue. And, you know, he'll have a walk or two from time to time. But I mean, if we're just playing like straight ceiling for like strikeouts, this guy has to be in the conversation about that against pretty much anybody at this point. Yeah, and, and Stevie, no better matchup to test your metal oh, against baby. Minnesota. I mean, I mean, yeah, behind Colorado, strikeouts galore with this team. Twenty-seven point six percent, second highest in baseball. Exactly. Like this, this is not an exaggeration, folks. Like James Paxton, essentially should have a really good game, and with because with Luis Arias going to Miami, I mean they don't have anybody to really negate any type of strikeout potential. Like the whole team's striking out pretty much. Um, Stevie, I, I, James Paxton is probably, in my opinion, one of the highest upside plays on the slate. Now, once again, Minnesota has some power sprinkled in, but I, I think this is an elite strikeout spot for James Paxton today. I mean, we've seen him now, Stevie, consistently, not, not once or twice, consistently pick up eight to nine strikeouts out of his last few starts. I mean, he had nine, five, five, eight, nine, eight. And then the pitch counts outside of the one start at 59, he's been pretty much at a hundred every game. Like I, I can't in my right mind not take James Paxton today. He's, he's really one of my favorite plays on the slate. Like so, so much a favorite. Yeah. I like, I like this spot for Paxton. A lot. Before we talk Pablo Lopez on the other side of this, I uh, just want to say congrats to Richie Smalls in chat. Came in second in the FanDuel $4.44 today. That's a, I mean, that's a huge tournament to finish second in. Missed that, first by 10, point sixty five. Is that 10K? Was it 25K up top? 10K to second? Oh, is I don't know. They, is that how they break it down now? Either hopefully, way, Max paid it. Hopefully it was, it was a good one. Um, I think it's like I think it's like five k to first nowadays and like two or one something like that. Um, oh, it's so much what smaller. Are you doing? What are you doing? No, they like well, like the squeeze or whatever. They move the squeeze from like that two dollar three dollar tournament to like a six seven dollar tournament, and it's like twenty five and ten. That's the tournament you're thinking. So, um, Pablo Lopez going up against my socks. Congrats, um, Richie. Sorry, I didn't say my congrats. congrats. <laughs> you're good. Um, what are your thoughts here on Pablo Lopez against the Red Sox? So Pablo has probably been Stevie about as close to consistent of a pitcher this season as it comes. Um, strikeouts have been there. You know, he's pretty much for the most part, for the most part, has been an automatic 
20 fantasy point guy almost every game. And I think, you know, if that's kind of what you're looking for. If you want it to be safe, he's, he's cheaper than Paxton. I don't think he has as much strikeout upside as Paxton in this spot. I know we saw Colorado just kind of mow down the, the Red Sox. And, and Lopez is better than all those pitchers they face. I think Lopez is a steady 20 fantasy points. And if you're okay with that, I think you can take him. Um, I would absolutely play Paxton over Lopez. But, like, I understand he's been really consistent this season. I have no issues playing either one of these guys or both of them together. Um, I am never a person that will talk you off of playing two pitchers against each other in the same game. Um, I know you limit your win potential, potentially. But, I mean, if you have two good pitchers in a good matchup, I have no issues with doing it. I think Pablo Lopez is fine today. Um, I like Paxton more. Yeah, there's a pitcher that I like more than Lopez. That's a little bit more money um, that we'll get to. I think there's some tournament shots that you could potentially take in the same range as well. So, I mean, I think Lopez is fine. I'm not lining up to play the Red Sox bats against him um, for what it's worth. I I mean, the top half of the Red Sox lineup still very good. Verdugo, low strikeout guy. Justin Turner has been a low strikeout guy. Devers is just one of the best hitters in baseball. Adam Duvall, under 21% this season. Yoshida is a low strikeout guy. Christian Arroyo, who's come back, and he's been putting the ball in play a ton, not striking out. So, I mean, I'm not – it's one of those matchups where there's not a ton of power in this lineup, but they're not going to – you know, they're not going to strike out a lot. So, it's it's a tough spot for me to get super excited about Lopez. It's also a super – a spot where I don't want to get super excited about the Red Sox bats – um honestly nothing really jumping off the page to me justin turner continues to be um cheap on DraftKings. he's now third base eligible which is nice he's been hitting the ball really well here recently um i don't mind him but overall i mean playing justin turner over devers and stacks is the only thing you have to do to make your red Sox stack different (laughs) i don't like the red Sox stack today against lopez for what's worth yeah, I see. I, I kind of want to play any bats in this game, really. Um, like I said, I, I'm already going to kind of play some 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 stacks at Pittsburgh just because I like the Smiley matchup. Obviously, we want to see what we've got with Colorado Cincinnati. I do have, you know, my favorite stack is going to come up later in the pod. So, I, Boston, Minnesota, kind of be on the outside looking in for me today. I don't mind Correa at 4700. Um, he's throughout his career has been good against left-handed pitching. Paxton still has a, a struggle with power. I don't mind Correa as a one-off. Arizona at Milwaukee. <laughs> Kelly and Burns facing off against each other. Seven and a half total in this game. Burns or Milwaukee, a 125 favorite. Uh, let's talk Merrill Kelly first. Any interest in him here going up against Milwaukee? Uh, I think he's in the mix. Like He's not my favorite pitcher today. Uh, but he's been been pretty steady this season as well. Uh, K-rate in the mid-20s. And, uh, you know, there are some strikeouts in the Milwaukee lineup as well. At 9,600, I don't like him more than uh, Paxton. I don't think I like him more than Pablo. But I don't – with him and Pablo, it's like 1A, 1C maybe. Like not he's not quite 1B for me, but maybe 1C. Um so he he's he's in the pool for sure. Yeah, I mean the bottom half of this lineup has really struggled this year. I think that 
Kelly is super playable in large field tournaments. If you're going to be someone that is throwing a bunch of lineups at a tournament and you're trying to take it down, Kelly might just be that guy that like flies under the radar in this spot and can put up 30 fantasy points or more. Um, yeah. So I think that's where Kelly is super interesting. He's having a really fantastic season. Um, 27.5% Ks, his biggest issue has been his walks. If he could get the walk rate down just a little bit, he would start to climb into that, like ace elite tier. I think he's kind of borderline ace like tier right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he's fine. He's going to get a hundred plus pitches. If he's pitching well, the walks, the walks are the biggest issue um, when you're looking at him. And honestly, this is a patient offense. They walk a lot. So it's, it's, it's a boom bust spot. In my opinion, um, I could see him having a monster game here. Corbin Burns, the strikeout stuff has looked good for Burns here recently. Come back. Yeah, we've been talking about it here this last couple starts. Um, slow start to the year. Big time slow start. Arizona's a good offense. One of the toughest offenses in baseball for right-handed pitching. Um, they still rank top 10 in WRC Plus, ISO, strikeouts. I think they still have the second or third lowest strikeout rate in baseball against right-handed pitching. Yeah. What are we doing to a day with Burns? Love Burns. I love the fact that he's come back. And it feels like he's kind of getting back to being the Milwaukee Brewers ace that that he should be, um, especially with Woodruff just kind of out for now. Stevie, I just, I can't play Corbin Burns today though. Like Arizona, I don't think people understand. Like Arizona has really been limiting upside for a lot of these these pitchers, and so Burns is when he's on, he's a top tier guy. I'm going to take the fade on him today against Arizona. I don't think he has enough strikeouts to catapult him to the top of the list for the price. Yeah, I mean, I think I like Kelly more on the other yeah, side of this game. Right, exactly. Like, if we're just well. comparing, like, matchups, I think that, like, Kelly is in a better matchup. Burns has just as much ceiling as any pitcher on this slate, if not the highest ceiling on this slate. Um especially with like the strikeouts recently. So, I mean, I'll get some exposure to Burns, like maybe one of three. Kelly might be a two of three, one of three type play. I have a lot of interest in Kelly for tournaments. Um, the more I just think about this slate overall. Uh, bats in this one. This is a tough one for bats. Um, I mean, you can home run hunt with Arizona. It's just like they're somewhat pricey. Gary L would probably be my favorite, like home run hunting type of play here for Arizona. Uh, what are your thoughts? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
Yeah, because I mean, Cor- Corbin Carroll's 5,300. My favorite if I was going to home run hunt is probably Pavin Smith at 3,100. I, I think that would be my favorite one off. But, and maybe I do get to Pavin. But outside of that, I think, I don't think I'm going to play too much from Arizona today. It's not, they're going to limit Burns' upside, but I also think Burns will limit their upside as well in the base pass and being able to score up, score up some runs and bunches here. Yeah, I will say like Gary L's power kind of lines up with like Burns' struggles this year. His his struggles has been like right-handed power. Um, Christian Walker, those type of plays are the plays that I'd be interested in from Arizona. Pavin Smith's cheap. I like that call. Um, I I prefer righties, but thirty one hundred for a guy that yeah. should hit leadoff. That's um, what it is. It's, it's yep. thirty one hundred leadoff. That's all it is. Yep. Any interest in the Milwaukee bats here? I think I have a lot less interest in Milwaukee than I do Arizona. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I, I don't think I can do it. Like Thomas Tellis. That, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. With the walk issues, he walks either one of those guys like it could be an issue. But I don't want to stack Arizona. I mean Milwaukee. Adamus no, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to stack him. I mean Adamus and Tellis. I mean, you could. You can take shots on um God, who did they just they just signed from the Red Sox? Um he's not even is he even in player pool? Tapia? Yeah, he's in the player pool. He's twenty five hundred. I mean, if he gets on base because of Corbin Burns walks issues, he'll run. Um yeah. so potential there, but I mean seven game slate. I don't know if you're gonna get there. All right, we got Texas at Chicago taking on the oh, White yes. Sox. Um no total in this game. It'd be Heaney. Um, and it sounds like it's going to be a bullpen game for the White Sox. Um, oh, everything, yes. that, everything that I've read, bullpen game. Um, Schultz is likely going to start. He threw an inning two days ago um, out of the bullpen the last two times. I think at most he goes like 50 to 60 pitches at most. Um, so, I mean, it's it's a bullpen game. So, yeah. no total. Um, I mean, Vegas is kind of thinking the same here. So, Let's talk Heaney. Uh, any interest in Heaney going up against the White Sox here? I think we want Heaney to be a thing this year and every year, Stevie, uh, because yeah. he, historically he has had some strikeout stuff. He's 7,500. Um, I think he's just okay. Like, if you want to get him in your pool, great. But if you decide to want to take the fade, like, I'm cool with it. I think we have enough pitching to not have to rely on Andrew Heaney to help us win a tournament today. Or help us win a cash game at, at that. So I, I I don't think I need Heaney today. I think I'm going to just take a stand and take the fade and let everybody else chase the ghost of Andrew Heaney. Yeah. I mean, okay, so if we're under 8K and we're talking under 8K pitchers today, I think Heaney and Bitto, going back to that first game that we talked about, would probably be the two favorites. But, I mean, I don't yeah. like – I mean, there's not a reason that I like either one of them. I'm just saying, like, Heaney offers some strikeout upside. There's some strikeouts in this Chicago lineup. It's a much better lineup here. It's starting to get healthier. Um, but, I mean, Robert strikes out a lot. Grandal strikes out a lot. Gavin Sheets, if he's in there, he strikes out a ton. As much as I like Jake Berger, he strikes out a ton. He has a ton of power, too. Um, Andrew strikes out a lot against lefty. So, I mean, there's plenty of strikeout upside here for Heaney. The only problem with, like, Andrew Heaney is he's going to walk some people. And a timely hit or two can just absolutely ruin his, Ooh. you know, 20 fantasy point day down to like 12. Um, so yeah. 
that's my biggest issue. Tournaments, you have to take those risks sometimes, especially when we're looking at a slate with not a ton of value pitching. Um, we're not touching this White Sox situation, right? I mean, tough mm-hmm. matchup against Texas, and bullpen games are the worst. Um, so let's talk Texas bats. So I want guys that I think are good against both handiness, right? Anytime we have a bullpen type of game, that's what I'm looking for. Obviously, Corey Seager is expensive, and Texas is expensive overall for a bullpen type of spot. So as much as I like Texas, i probably underweight on them here. If I play them, it'd be like one of three, potentially mini stack. I, I just – I love this spot. I hate the pricing. Yeah, and, and Stevie, that's, that's kind of where I am. I'm hoping – Everybody kind of flocks away. Like this is my favorite team to stack today. They're they're slightly too expensive when you've got Simeon at fifty nine hundred and Seager at six k, and then even some of the secondary pieces like Nate Lowe's is, is forty one hundred. You've got um, Jung at forty four hundred. You've got Heim at forty two hundred. You do have Grossman down here at twenty five, which as long as he cracks the lineup, that will help. And you've got Abigail Garcia at fifty four hundred. So it's kind of like. They're probably a little bit too expensive up top with their, with Garcia, Seager, and uh, and Simeon. And so then it just boils down to, do I try to get in all three? Do I maybe take one and take some other pieces? Do I try to get two in and take some other pieces? Um, you know, maybe just kind of see how they got their lineup strategized. But this is one of my favorite teams on today. I'm hoping that most people just kind of, you know, find a way to avoid them because of the pricing because I really want to take some shots with this team. My top stack of the day by far. Hey, man, I'm not going to talk you off of it by any means. Uh, White Sox bats. Anderson, it'd be interesting if he's back in the lineup or not dealing with like a shoulder injury. That could potentially help Heaney. Um, the one thing about the White Sox is they're cheap in this spot. So yeah. I think it's really interesting as like an overall stack here just because of – Heaney's walk issues and like maybe he gets ownership because there's just not a ton of value like we talked about. So if I play Heaney on one of three, I might actually have a White Sox on one of three as well um, today. So I think this is a good spot overall for the White Sox against Heaney if he's struggling. If he's on, good luck. Um, But I mean, we get like Andrew Heaney A and Andrew Heaney B so much that it's so hard to say. Yeah, the last time I tried to attack Andrew Heaney in, in a spot similar to this one, I think Andrew Heaney got like 10 Ks that day or nine. I can't remember who it was, but but he just kind of went slap off. But, you know, Texas is a better team than the team he was facing, if I'm not mistaken. And so I um, I, I like Texas. But in, in terms of the White Sox, I, I think if – let's say I'm running 150 lineups. I think I'd go 15% White Sox today, Stevie, for what it's worth. Yeah. And just kind of mix and match some power pieces – and then and then kind of get to you know some full some full blown stats because once again if, if Heaney gets blown up it's probably because of like you talked about the walk and then a timely long ball and so I, I want all the exposure to all the big power hitters that I can get with this team um, and even if he gave up three solo shots Steve if you got the right ones in a stack together combined like that's going to help you tremendously so. I'm in on the White Sox today against Heaney for sure. Uh, you talked about them getting healthy. I, I, I want to stack this team up top to bottom. Even even some of the guys that haven't been hitting well, I want them in my lineup today. Yeah, I mean, um, the, gosh, the more I like, the more we like go through this slate, the more I like it. I might run like a 20 entry max today, just because 
the slate seems really fun. Um, it, it seems like a really fun slate to like script the 20 inch max for. So yeah, I might dabble in a 20 inch max today. Um, just cause it looks fun, uh, fun slate. There's so many ways we're not even done. We have, we have two more games to get through here. Um, and it's just a really fun slate so far. Mets and Astros, um, seven and a half total in this game. Brown against Scherzer. Houston, a 130 favorite here against Scherzer. Um, Max is 8,800, coming off an atrocious start as soon as we thought he was back. Um, just got absolutely shellacked, shellacked <laughs> by the Yankees. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't even a, like it was the B squad. Um, he was massive chalk that day. They were rolling out the B squad, and it just wasn't a good day um, yeah. for Scherzer. So, um, and what's what's really crazy is like the advanced stats lined up with him just like absolutely getting rocked. It wasn't even like he got unlucky. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I think that I don't know. It was just a bad start. Yeah, Houston is an offense where I feel like you can pick on them. Um, I'm not saying like it's an all in max spot for me, but dude, 8,800 for a guy that we just paid 9,800 for against the Yankees. Like a few days ago, it feels like seems like a spot, like a Brayu strikeout numbers are still really high. The bottom half with like Jolts, um, Pena, McCormick and um, Malnado. There's a ton of strikeouts at the bottom half of this lineup. Like it's not your typical, Houston lineup with Alvarez out. Um, it, it's a much beatable lineup. It was the same thing that we were talking about with like Altuve out. You take one piece out of this lineup and it's just not the same. So yeah. kind of like Scherzer today after he just like disappointed everybody a week ago. Like, I mean, it's hard for me not to have interest in Scherzer 8,800 on the slate. Yeah. And for what it's worth, Steve, I, I haven't checked um, scores and odd yet or anything like that to kind of just kind of get my process started for the prop game. Not but, up yet. But my assumption is he's at five and a half, maybe six and a half on a stretch today. And I'm telling you people right now, if Scherzer comes in at five and a half, just go ahead and hit it. So as soon as it hits the books, if that's the case. Um, six and a half feels right. Five and a half also feels right if they adjust down too far based on this Yankee start. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure which way they're going to lead, but I can assure you it's five and a half or six and a half. Let's go with that. Um, I'm saying I think that it just, comes in six and a half. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I, I six and a half feels like where we will line up, and at 8,800, basically what you're saying is he's too cheap. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And, and that's how I'm going to play this today. Like, Scherzer's too cheap. We just saw him. He rattled off two 30-point games back-to-back, went into Atlanta. He was cruising in Atlanta, Stephen, and then just – Middle of the inning, just gave up too many runs and didn't quite make it out. But we saw the strikeouts. What happens in the Yankees game is he got shellacked and we didn't see the strikeouts, right? So I think in Houston, even if he gives up a couple runs, I think the strikeouts are there 
by virtue of this, the lineup situation. I'm in on Scherzer today at 8,800. We've seen his strikeout stuff come back up to Steve over the past 30 days yep. versus the season, and I don't think it's noise. I, I think it's just him kind of getting back in, into a rhythm. I'm in on Scherzer at 8,800. Me too. Um, I mean, it could end terribly again, and that's fine. I mean, it happens, right? But the price just seems really good for a guy that started to really find his groove again. Um, and the Yankees, I mean, they just hit him again. Like the advanced stats just say that like he got hit really hard. Um, if we look at his season strikeout number, it's 26 and a half. If we look at the last 30 days, it's 31.1. The swinging strike rate. Yeah. The swinging strike rate has gone up almost 2% in that time period. Um, so I mean, yeah, ton of interest for me in Scherzer in this spot, the stats back it up and like, who's their other lefty? It's Tucker. We know he, he'll be in the lineup, but yep. where else do they get left-handed against Max Scherzer, one of the best pitchers in baseball against right-handed pitching or hitting? I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at the lineup. I'm looking at the roster, and I might be missing something here, but they're a very, very right-handed heavy offense. I mean, I did not yeah. realize like how right-handed they are. Well, well, Stevie, that's the thing too, right? Like, even from the beginning of the season, we were talking about how much worse they were against right-handed pitching this season. Yeah. And how I mean, much better they were against lefties. Yeah. It's just they don't have enough platoon advantage. Dude, I love this spot for sure. It's, I'm with it's you. incredible. I'm with you. Um, I'm with you on the prop. I can't wait to see it. Um, I've looked multiple places that usually have like um, strike like props up in general early. Nobody has it up yet. Love this spot. Scherzer might be my highest own pitcher today. I, I did see, I, I caught a glimpse of the chat where uh, Travis asked, was I in on any Scherzer K props? I'm going to be in at five and a half or six and a half today. Like, I, I, yeah, I think I'm both. in at six and a half too, buddy. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. I, they're, they're too right-handed. Like yeah. his strikeout stuff has still been really good against righties and his struggles, but like 38 and a half percent over the last 30 days against righties. Swinging strike rate up to 19 and a half percent. Like they're too right-handed. Tucker can hit two home runs in this game, and Scherzer can still strike out 10 and dominate this price. Yeah. Let's go to the other side of this game. Um, Hunter Brown, 10-2, highest price pitcher on the slate. Over the weekend, Polar Bear came back. Mets lineup getting healthier. Um, and this is such a tough lineup in general against right-handed pitching. Do we think Hunter Brown is too expensive today? Um, do we think he's playable in large field tournaments maybe? I think playable in large field. I also think he's too expensive. What I'm saying, and, and yeah, I mean, just yeah. just in this game, Stevie, he's ten two and Scherzer's eighty eight hundred. Like that's that's really all you need to know. I, I think um, you've got Paxton at ninety three hundred, so playable, but he's also too expensive. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I think like it's one of those scenarios where you're like, do I really want to pay this price for him? And you're like, yeah, I mean, probably do want to take some shots. I mean, the but Mets office like, can Jekyll and hide you any day of the week. Like, I, I also know that. Well, I want to know, like, also, it's so hard. Like, Hunter Brown is, like, a tough one here night before because, like, if he's going to get a lot of ownership, I mean, I am down to fade. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to do a 20-entry max. I'm on Grinders Live tomorrow, too, and I have – I, I think I'm on Brian's live. I tomorrow. mean, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, 
Are you on Grinders Live tomorrow too? <laughs> Stevie. Oh, this is gonna be amazing. I, I, oh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna we'll have our full research done and talk props for an hour. <laughs> we'll drive <laughs> Dean crazy. That'd be perfect. <laughs> All right. Um bats in this game. Any interest in the Mets here? Uh, I'm on next week, Stevie. Not this week, oh, but you're on you next go. week too. So that matters. All right. Uh, yeah. So there you go. We can do it next Monday. We'll just drive them crazy next Monday. Yeah. Um. Maybe some one-off, Stevie. Like I'm not thrilled about this Mets offense today. I'm, I'm not. Um. I, I don't think I'm playing the Mets. I might one off Brandon Nemo or something like that, or McNeil, like just just as a cheap piece to get in last last piece in. But I, I don't think I'm stacking the Mets for what it's worth. I think that's yeah. I mean, I Hunter have. Brown has been really good this year. Um, big ground balls. His hard hit rate is what I'm attacking, right? Like he has a fifty yeah. percent hard hit rate on the season. So like, if I'm attacking Hunter Brown, I'm just I'm attacking the um hard hit rate so i mean pete alonzo would be up towards the top of my list um that pete alonzo his price because he's been out is 5200 seems super fair uh for pete alonzo in this spot so yeah all right um any houston bats that you like on the other side of this game tucker that's it tucker, and that's yeah. just that's he's the only one all right um I think my mouse just died, but we're going to power on the last game here and um, I'll get a fix. Padres, Giants, Waka and Walker facing off against each other. Uh, any interest here in Waka? Man, Waka has been kind of an interesting revelation, Stevie. Like it's almost like he's going to get his quality start and then you're at the mercy of how many strikeouts he picks up. I don't hate it against San Francisco. I, I think I'm okay with Waka today at 8,300. Um, you know, especially when you look at the overall landscape of pitching, you got, you know, kind of some two bullpen games. And then, you know, you the between Waka and Heaney, I'm going to tell you right now, I think I'd side with Waka over Heaney today. The only problem for me with Waka is Matt Scherzer is 500 more. So if I want to play Paxton, I'm probably going to play Scherzer over Waka. And so I like Waka. I don't love Waka. I think he ends up in the pool um, against San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, um, I think he's okay. Right. Like, I'm switching my my mouse switch, and, like, um, it's always interesting when you go from, like, one mouse to the other. He's been great recently. Um, great matchup against Cleveland last time out pitched fantastic pitch fantastic in Seattle struck out a lot against the Cubs he has to be on the list today at 8300 again like we don't have a ton of options like I don't even know if you necessarily have to go under Waka because of Scherzer's price because it's Paxton's price Um, so I don't even know like with Lopez in this range too Kelly kind of right here like I don't know if you really have to go I don't think you really have to go um, below this, man. So Walker is going to open. Junis is going to be the long reliever. I would assume 
30 to 60 pitches, two to three innings, maybe four innings at most. Um, bullpen situation. I don't want to yeah. touch this situation either way. It doesn't matter. Nope. Yep. Um, let's talk San Diego bats. Tough bull ballpark. Um, any interest here in the Padres? Yeah, man. My, my boy Juan Soto. I mean, Stevie, just fantasy point du jour, man. Just just cranks out fantasy points. It's going to hit a lot of home runs, but he's just going to do all the other things. Take some walks, get some runs, steal a base, hit a double. Um, you know, Tatis has been been pretty good as well, along with Xander Bogarts. Like, you know, Machado's been okay. He's 5K. Cronenworth, all these guys. I, I don't mind stacking them today, even in this even in this bullpen game. Um, I, I think I think their offense is okay. Yeah, I mean, I think they're stackable. I hate bullpen game stacks, kind of what we were talking about with Texas. They're not like my favorite things um, in the world. But, yeah, I mean, I think you could definitely take some shots here. Um, the Giants, I mean, the Giants are probably going to be one of those teams that, like, stack or fade. Like, I'll, I'll have some Giants stacks if I run, like, a 20-inch max. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going out of my way to play, like, one-offs here against Walker. He's been too good recently. Hanniger's on the I.L., um jd davis is dealing with like an ankle injury so like you're not getting a full schmidt's been hurt like you're not getting a full giants lineup and that's kind of why i have a lot of interest in walk on the other side yep i'm with you 100 percent. all right let's play the morning grind game mouse is back up and working um well my other mouse is both of them are working it's very interesting now anyway under 8k to get six or more strikeouts who do you got today <sighs> Give me Biddo. I'll go Heaney over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Give me Corbin Burns. Ooh, all right. I mean, I don't hate that call. Give me Pablo Lopez. I almost said Hunter Brown. Either I get it. Over 4K to go yard. Who's in the home run today? Um. Man, I don't I don't want to go with the obvious guy, but I think I'm gonna go with the obvious guy today. Give me Corey Seager 6K. All right. I'm gonna go Spencer Steer for the Cincinnati Reds. Ah, you're gonna hear something interesting here in a second. Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got? Nick Sinzel. I like it a lot. He's cheap. Uh, I'll yeah. go Connor Joe. I've been talking about him. He's been fantastic yeah. against left-handed pitching this season. He's been awful against righties, so you're hoping to get his production early. Um, stack to score six or more runs. Who's getting the job done today? I'm going to go slightly off the board here, Stevie. Give me the Pittsburgh Priors against Smiley. I like it. I'm going to go off the board, too. Give me the Rockies. The worst team in baseball like against it. left-handed I pitching. I like it. We're 61 WRC plus second fewest home runs. Give me the worst team in baseball against left-hand pitching. That's how much I think Williamson is going to struggle. I really want Williamson to be decent, but I mean, everything I've seen out of him so far is he just struggles. Um, so yeah, give me, give me the Rockies. Gosh, building a Rocky stack is not going to be fun. Um, uh, it's just going to be ugly. <laughs> This is going to be ugly and ugly and ugly. You're going to play guys like Brenton Doyle, and you're just not going to feel good about it at all. You're just going to be like, all right, do your thing. 
do your thing. I mean, that's all you can hope for here. So, um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative, man. Thanks a bunch. Great show. Had a, had a ton of fun. And uh, I can't wait to, wait to see how this thing unfolds tomorrow. All right. That's going to wrap it up here for Monday. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. Yes. Subscribe to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page if you haven't already. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. Let's... Let's have some fun. I'll be on Grinders Live later today. We'll be on Take or Pick 'em on 10:30 a.m. Eastern on Grinders Live YouTube or not Grinders Live YouTube, Roto Grinders YouTube and the live page on Roto Grinders. We'll be back tomorrow talking baseball. Have a fantastic Monday. We'll see you all tomorrow.